0: This is episode number 645 of the Inner Fight Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the show. No matter where you are in the world, hope you are doing fantastic on this Sunday morning. Thanks a lot for downloading, tuning in, listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it and I really appreciate the support of our show sponsors, Smith Street Paleo. Hop over to smithstreetpaleo.com, drop them an email Hello at smithstreetpaleo.com. They'd love to hear from you. Meal plans, recipes, food talk, paleo food makes you feel better, go faster, have more fun. You know all about it if you've listened to the show for a while. Go grab it. Let's get into today's show. This one is all about books, podcasts, reading, learning, I guess growing, all of those things. That's what I'm going to speak about in today's show. As those of you that have listened to the show before, today's a shorter show. Which probably suits me a little bit because yeah, maybe I'm not the person that you associate books and reading with. But I do have a few different hacks, got a few different ideas, and I thought it would be a good idea to share them with you guys on the show. Now, if you hop over to my website, mjdsmith.com slash books, I'll put a link to that in the show notes. There's actually a really comprehensive list of all of the books that I've read over the last few years and I want to read from there a little bit of the text that says, I do not read to relax. I do not read to relax. I read to learn, to learn things that can make my life or the lives of those that I deal with better. I do not read made up stuff. All of my books are real life. And when I finish them, I ask myself what I think I have learned from them, which that might sound pretty direct or, and lots of people will be like, no, we read to relax. We do this. i I can't read storybooks, I'm absolutely terrible. Holly reads storybooks a lot, she loves them, she gets fully into them and has an awesome time and I know a lot of you do that and I think that's absolutely fantastic. It simply just does not work for me. It's not because I think I'm super smart and I always need to be learning, growing and being a complete nerd. No, I'm actually far from it. I am not a very fast reader. I'm not a very good reader. So the time that I spend in reading, I just like to read books that I feel like I'm going to learn something from. The same kind of goes for podcasts. I don't really listen to sort of chat shows. I'll try and listen to things that will help make me better or, or, or help make me grow, like I said there in that statement from, from my page. But if you do hop over to that page, mjdsmith.com slash books, you get every single book that I have read in the last since, where do we go back to pre-2017? There's probably over a over hundred books in there, all sorts of different books. And most of them, a lot of them, you'll see a common thread. They're kind of not your average self-help book if that's what you're thinking. A lot of them are biographies. I love reading biographies people that have done cool stuff and then take the learnings from there. I try and stay away as much as I can from uh, from sort of self-help or self-help kind of gurus, although one of the best books I've read recently is Simon Sinek's The Infinite Game. Absolutely love that. So how do you get through them? That's one thing that I think is super important and I want to share a goal that might help a few of you but I set a reading goal a few years ago that I would get through one paperback book a month and two audible books a month and to create some accountability I would put them on a page on my website which is where I've directed you guys to and I sort of started that in 2017. That's why there's 2017 as pre-2017 as well and it worked actually super good. So Yes, I do believe that you can, and it's a totally different experience, but audible audiobooks actually work really well for me. I can listen to them in the car. When I was doing a lot of cycling in 2017 into 2018, I was able to listen to books. Just like when you're reading a book, sometimes you do have to go back over it or return to the start of the chapter and revisit it a bit because you just kind of lose that little bit of focus. And I think we all experience that in both reading paper books and also in audio books, but that was the goal: one paperback book a month and two audible books a month. I did something on audible, which is a little trick. I've got two actually little tricks with audi- audio books. Well, the first one is the speed that you listen it to. Some books you can get through them quite a bit quicker by listening to them on one and a half times speed, and then also on or two times speed if you want. And also on audible, I paid for and still pay for a subscription on audible.com and audible.co.uk. So automatically at the end of every month and you get the books for cheaper. It's about £7, $12 I think in America, £7 in the UK every month and I get one credit for a book which kind of forces me to go in and get that book. So you can. I think you can buy different credits through Audible, but I got a subscription from the US store and a subscription from the UK store because some of the titles that I wanted were not available because some of the American authors were not available in the UK Audible, which is also owned by Amazon, and they were only available in America. It's an app on your phone, on your smartphone, works super well, keeps a library for you. You can fast forward by 30 seconds. You can rewind by 30 seconds. It's got all of those cool things in it. So Audible for me is absolutely awesome in the car, going out for a walk, even listening at home, it works super well. So that was a that was the reading goal and it's kind of it comes a little bit as well down to the times to read, so I committed that paperback book, yeah, you know, I'd read 15 to 20 minutes in the morning and then based on how my day went, I might read about 10 to 15 minutes in the evening. Sometimes when I was reading in the evening, I was just so tired that I wasn't able to remember and I wasn't really enjoying it because the bits from the books that I read, I need to make sure that I'm sort of taking a mental note on it because some of those bits are important and doing that before bed didn't really work for me. So I did not read, I do not read too much of a paperback book before bed, but it is quite good because it makes you put the device down and that's actually one thing that I don't read on a Kindle. I used to read on a Kindle quite a bit before, but I don't really like that too much because I get distracted and I then start, I'll probably just jump back to Instagram or WhatsApp or something like that, I'll be totally honest. So I stay away from Kindle on my phone, I'll either use paperback or Audible. So Audible, as I said, in the car, even sitting around the house, sometimes doing the dishes, I think that's a that works really well but you do definitely have to concentrate. When it comes to listening to stuff, podcasts also i find them super, super useful and within the podcast app in on iPhone, if not or uh, Spotify, not Audible, Spotify on Android, also on iPhone, obviously the biggest news recently is that Joe Rogan, one of the biggest podcasts in the world is moving to Spotify so we're seeing a big move by Spotify in that podcasting space we've actually had the inner fight podcast some of you might be listening to it right now on Spotify but we've been on there for quite a while but the same thing the library organization on iPhone I find super easy and I pretty much listen to the same sort of shows all the time so some of my favorite shows for those that might ask definitely have Joe Rogan on there don't listen to his show every week because it's too long not interesting for me because it's not relevant, but I'll definitely listen to him at least once a month. I always find he's got someone good. I'll listen to, once a week, I'll listen to HBR, IdeaCast. I think that's really interesting, which is from Harvard Business. Also, Freakonomics Radio gives some interesting things on there. James Altucher is a favorite of mine. Brian Keane podcast, my friend Brian. He's got one of the biggest podcasts in the UK and Ireland. He's actually super, super interesting. has really cool guests on. What else is interesting in podcast land? The science there's one called Science Q or what's it called? I should have, I should have it on my tongue, but I don't right now. Uh, it's here, Science Versus. I think Walker told me that one. Obviously, the one that him and Rob Jones do, which is Run Strong Podcast. And then I'll dip in and out of others. One that I've been spending a little bit of time on recently is Unstoppable with Cohen Ray, he's very interesting. And then a couple of other good ones that might be worth checking out is Finding Mastery. Not everyone is good, but some of them are. Human Performance Outliers is a good podcast as well. And then one of my OG or two of my OG podcasts is the Ben Greenfield podcast, which is probably the first one I really started listening to, and also the Paleo Solution by Rob Wolf. So that's something that I find super interesting. And podcasts on a weekly basis, I find it a little bit more easy to concentrate. Sometimes when there's two people talking, which given that I've done a few of my podcasts on my own the last few weeks, you guys might be wondering why I'm still doing it like this. To be honest. Guests, I haven't found anyone that's super interesting recently to put out, and I've just been thinking up topics. That's why I've been doing the Thursday show on my own as well. Circling back to books, and I get this question a lot on what are your top books. I think if I go year by year on that list, definitely if you're in the... Service Industry, one of the best books I've read so far in 2020 is Excellence Wins by Hortz Schultz. Definitely one of the best books I've ever read is Simon Sinek's The Infinite Game, really big thing about mindset. One of the greatest books I read last year, and Holly told me to read this a million times and I ignored her and then I read it and told her how good it was, was a book called Tuesdays with Maury. I read it in about two days and then I listened to it in a day on Audible as well. Another book that I revisited last year was *The Minimalist Way*. There's another one called *Finding Minimalism* or *Minimalism* by Ryan Nicodemus and Joshua Fields, which is quite interesting as well. Other books that I really like are things that they're often about. As I said, there they're more they're more pretty much the the their biographies. Great one that I read last year was *Finding My Voice* by Mike Riley, who does the commentary on. The Iron Man's and The Mind of, Mind of a Survivor by Megan Hine which I was actually recommended that book but they're all there. They're some of the, the, the greatest ones and actually looking through this list as I was thinking about this show and put it together. I got back to 2017 and there's two great books in there. Number two, Living with a Seal with Jesse Itster and David Goggins. That's really cool. One of my favorite all time books is Finding My Virginity, which I reread. I read Losing My Virginity, Finding My Virginity, whichever Branson's books are. I reread some of them and actually, some of them to go back and reread them is really really interesting. I I heard Steve Kotler on a podcast this week talking about The Rise of Superman that I read back in 2017. All of these, I think they're all really cool books. So go, definitely go and check those out. Other learning sources that I think we need to check out as well, definitely just check out your filter on things like Instagram where you're taking information from, where you're trying to learn from. And the final thought that I want to leave you with is And this is something I heard the other week and it really resonated with me. Like, how many books are you going to read? How long are you going to continue reading for before you start to take action? And I've done that sometimes where I've actually not hit my goal on reading a book or the three books I'm supposed to read in a month. And It happened quite a bit in 2019 and I was like, have I done something productive with that other time? And for the most part, I had. So I think a lot of time we're told, yes, you got to read, you got to read, you got to read and we'd spend all this time reading and trying to learn things but actually, I think in the books that I've read over the last three or four years, I've got so many tools that I need to spend also a little bit of time actioning those tools as well. So one thing that I should do more of that I don't, is definitely making notes on books once i've finished i started at one stage doing sort of book reviews but that was actually just giving me another task and i didn't enjoy it that much i didn't feel it served me but i now am asking myself like what are the top three takeaways from a book or the top two takeaways from a book and what am i going to implement in my life or what's useful maybe not always something but A lot of time there is and that's actually made me want to go back and reread some of the books from maybe pre-2017 but definitely things that have really helped me is the speed at which you listen to a book because you can get through a bit more sometimes you do have to slow it down and having those subscriptions and then just having the goal on a weekly basis on podcasts as well hopefully that's interesting that's been books podcasts, reading and learning that Sunday show Hope you guys have an awesome week. Thanks for downloading this podcast, and I'll catch you next time.